0: Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app.
1: You are now listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. 2018 everybody we yeah welcome to lost everyone my name is alon and i'm jimmy and i'm allison we're bringing this to you every thursday from 3 to 4 p.m on radio free brooklyn radio free brooklyn app for android or uh, uh ios and right is what they call it hitting
0: your earwaves i don't know what we're on There's, we're on platforms
1: they call it ios <laughs> or ios i don't know oh i don't know uh yeah i'm not i'm not well
0: versed <laughs> in this stuff <laughs> Is it a computer? Is Why it a computer you, or is you, it a phone? Is you, it a phone and, or do do a computer? Do I still have to plug it into and the wall? Computer. Am I still plugging it into computer the and wall?
1: In a phone. It, yeah. We, c- can I play solitaire on it? Go to rfb.nyc slash lar. That's our profile page. You can listen to us there every week. And that's also where if you scroll down to the bottom, you will see that is where you can sponsor our show and be a generous sponsor for any amount of money yeah five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars actually actually i believe do believe that the sponsorship has very incremental amounts very specific one dollar five dollars ten dollars and twenty dollars however if you want to contribute a little more than twenty dollars because you are in the very generous after holiday mood
2: yeah you must be giving (laughs) even when the time of giving is over
1: this is true holidays
2: send us your savings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all of it
0: <laughs> RFB again they can do that at RFB.org slash
2: pledge
0: we
1: are your retirement <laughs> RFB.NYC right or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org oh.
2: they're just gonna fight about this for a yeah. while there's, there's... guys
1: it's really simple just click, <laughs> go to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash pledge and pledge a dollar or whatever amount of money you feel comfortable doing so and uh, in this new year we will have all of that to make our program and other programs on Radio Free Brooklyn flourish with flying colors. What did you guys do for your New Year's Eves before I talk about playing video games uh, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day?
2: <laughs> I worked. You I worked was the actually... whole time? Yeah, I worked the whole time. I was mopping when it hit midnight. Did you, no, it's great. Were you just I, like, I were you like, <laughs> happening? <laughs> like, like, like Cinderella? Like, I mean, basically in the back of my brain, I'm thinking, I, I know I went to college, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I have to stuff the trash down further in the picture I work in, just so I can fit more crust. <laughs> I'm like, I paid $120,000. No, 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 no. I, um, I, I don't mind working New Year's Eve, actually. You've worked New Year's Eves before? Yeah. And then I ate a weed breath strip and ate fried chicken and had two sour beers and passed out in bed oh with my, my cousin. Oh, my God. And nice. it was glorious. It was a glorious time.
1: After you got off work, did you just, you went back to your apartment and then just passed out? No, I went and had
2: a beer with my, with the people I work with. Okay. And my cousin, and she brought me edibles from Seattle. Nice. And so we had a beer, and then I all I wanted all day was fried chicken, actually. And we went to the bar, and my friend works at the bar across the street, and we're, like, saying Happy New Year. And I was like, I was like, where are these people? People were eating pieces of fried chicken. I was like, where did they get it? And he's like, oh, I bought a 20-piece. It's on the bar. So I just had a piece of fried chicken in the other hand. I was just, like, doing a little dance. That's,
0: uh, that's, that's a New Year celebration right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People looking it up. It was solid. I was at, um.
1: You were at Treehouse Mimo with our our friend Siobhan Fogarty.
0: Yes, with uh, Siobhan Fogarty, former guest. Okay. And, uh, also on our showcase. Yeah. She,
1: uh, she was magnificent, as were all the other performers uh, absolutely. for that Footlight event. I hope to be able to get back there. I think that would be really dope if we got a chance to do a a, a second round of performances. Uh, uh, e- either with the same performers or different performers. But yeah, she rocked at that. She was awesome. And she was playing a show for this New Year's Eve, correct?
0: Yeah, so she was hosting a show. I was not performing on the show. I was the photographer yeah i was hired to shoot oh, it. hell yeah so it was one of my first straight up professional photography gigs if,
1: if in case y'all are living under some kind of rocks for this uh new year uh you may not be familiar with slim jim jammer on instagram he's quite the photog if you will oh, uh, thank you sir many a street art can be found on his instagram page and uh Maybe a, a photo of me or, or two, uh, yeah. and, and of our our shows on Radio Free Brooklyn. Is it, this true? R- though Lost and Rewound is not on Instagram per se, although it could be. We certainly have a good documentation with our Instagram photographer in residence. Thank you,
0: good sir. I have a very—I only shoot certain things, you know. Certain. Certain. And at this point, um, I do like when people hand me money to, to to tell me what to shoot. It's a it's a
1: nice deal. It's a good deal, you know. Hey, money's uh, green, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Eh, it doesn't make any sense, but it makes dollars, you know what I'm saying? What time did you get back into Brooklyn? Oh, <laughs> uh, a.m.?
3: What? Oh.
0: Yeah, because afterwards. Because afterwards, they, I, that's like, all. I was, only, I was only shooting to midnight. And then at midnight, they were like, champagne toast, and then the show was over. And then, and turned, then what did you do? And then turned into a dance party.
2: Did you dance?
0: Oh, I danced. Oh, uh, Jimmy got down. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, is if you turn on music at a loud volume, I can't not dance. I am like a dancing fiend. Yeah. Like I go in just like dance of Thonolon. Like this is one reason how we connect. And if you, for those of you at home that don't know, that is <laughs> that is one of Alon's many monikers. dance Many, of, many, a many a moniker,
1: but that uh, one. Dance of somehow. Um,
0: because yeah, many a night we had. Dancing like up until like four AM at Union Hall and stuff like that. So yeah, I was going in. It was really funny because the Treehouse Mima—it's this super fancy bar that's in the bottom of a really luxury apartment building in Midtown Manhattan. It's got like uh, oysters and all kinds of stuff, and it's this. To my mind, it's this new wave thing that that are bringing back in the old days of like these huge buildings having their own entertainment for these rich people. So these rich people could just kind of come downstairs and have entertainers there waiting for them and they don't even need to go out. Everything dance, is self-contained. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was just thinking about that because it's got a supermarket in it as well. On the back of the bar, there's a whole supermarket. And I did think that. I was like, yeah, you know, rich people, <laughs> never have they want—they they need their token poor people to come in and, and, and perform for them.
2: <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that's how we thrived in the beginning.
0: Well, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I'm, and I'm down for that. The, it, I'm down. It's cool. You know what? If I have what the rich people want to see, then that's the and I'm doing it right. I'm doing I'm doing a good job. Show me the money. But what was so great about it is that we were dancing so much, and there's a huge window to the street that people kept seeing us walking from Times Square after they saw the ball drop, and they were like seeing us dancing, and they started all dancing in the street. Like people were like dancing at the window, and it kept happening all night. Like people going for like 15 minutes at a time, and at one point, I was so overheated from dancing inside. And I had like just a tank top on and I ran out into the 10 degree weather and I was dancing outside with the people on the other side of the window. All my friends were like, what? (laughs) How did he get out there? And then they were like, the people outside were like, you're going to die. And I was like, you have to come in with me. It's the only way I'll go back in is if you guys come in. And then they did. And they they hung out for like an hour or two. (laughs) That (laughs) sounds
1: like a pretty epic New Year's. Mine was simply my wife and I had two of our friends over and uh, they stayed over. Mark brought over his Nintendo Switch and we played Mario Kart cool. for a few hours. And then we repeated the next day with a few more Mario Kart laps, but then moved on to Sonic Mania. So we were playing some Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Mario Kart for the Switch was beautiful. I basically just zoned out for my New Year's Eve and nice. did not go outside. <laughs>
0: I know I've, I've definitely had those Except times to walk my dogs. <laughs> of like of falling into a video game hole, but I haven't played the Switch yet. Is it all, all everyone's saying it is?
1: Well, it's uh, certainly a, a very ambidextrous machine because you could have it on the go and then you could have it uh, on your TV. And that's pretty cool. It's multi-purpose.
0: Yeah, so what someone was telling me is that it's more so than like Game Boys back in the day. It's like you're carrying around the whole system and it's not like it doesn't look crappy because it's in your hands.
1: Like we've gotten past that. Yep. And that's our New Year's Eve. Now let's go to the years of past. Let's begin. Let's do
4: it okay, 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 okay.
0: guest on this
1: week we don't have
2: guests
0: there's no No guest
2: or no guest on
1: oh yo no one (laughs) has a guest on (laughs) but we have a guest (laughs) on every week otherwise we should have a guest on or gas on gas on gas off look it's real simple when i was recording these clips of the danziger zone i was in fifth or sixth grade maybe some a little bit in seventh grade but we, every now and again, when we do not have a guest, we go and take a little dive back into these recordings, of which Lost and Rewound was based on. So, let's listen to the first clip from our founder. Listen to
4: Greg. For a little while. What, what am I supposed to say? Anything you want, Greg. What are you uh, First of all, I think, I think this is a stupid idea to be talking in a recorder. Cause I mean, what are you doing it for? Is this like a radio show or something? No, well, I mean it's it's, it's called the Dance because it's a zone of recordings by most truly evil Yeah, And where did you get that hat that says dancing zone? Oh love it. Mom got it, but for some guys, printed it. Really, that's pretty cool. Yeah, is it? Yeah, is it? Is, yeah. gonna start his own thing? Brooke stuff? Yeah, he thinks a copy out of dancers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a good idea of him to do that. I, I, mean, I mean, it's a good. Yeah, it is a good idea that he's doing it. But I mean, he's gonna tell me. He's telling me that he's gonna be telling secrets yeah. of the dance zone that are bad, which I objected. That's why I see. you okay? It's great.
1: That that last part actually there was been bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the story behind that last part is just that when. Uh, at one point Brooks was like, I don't wanna be in the Danziger zone anymore. I'm gonna start Rocco Rama. And then he was like, I'm going to tell stories of the Danziger zone that nobody knows the secrets. <laughs> so <laughs> behind the
2: scenes of the Danziger zone? Yeah. Dude, I would have the, the shady,
0: the shady darkness.
2: Exactly. The shadiness behind the
1: Danziger Zone. So so basically it was sort of gimmicky, like going within the ethos uh, or the um the lore, I
0: should Dude, say. Dude, there's Did gonna be like it? there's gonna be like a whole Harvey Weinstein like Please no uncovered no, no, no. uncovered thing of you like no. Nope. All right, I'm gonna
1: record you.
2: <laughs> Why Harvey Weinstein?
1: Because it was the first name that came to mind.
0: He was the well, he was the dude where for, the the Weinstein one is because like aside from Bill Cosby, which is the one that everyone's like he's he's a generally terrible person that has been for like decades, and
2: he's never going to jail, right? He
0: might, but even if he does, he's so old. No, he really should. Like he should, he should, he should, should, absolutely. I mean, the same thing with uh, people were saying about Bernie Madoff. They're like, oh, Oh. uh, he's so old, you know. What's the point of putting him in prison? But it's like, you know. But anyway, I was going to say that the thing with Weinstein, like I, I was just reading back all of like the allegations and such, and it was so many. (laughs) I had to take a break and eat. And come back and finish reading the applications, and um, and then the reason I was just thinking of it is because of like he was a, a media creator to a degree, and so was Alon. So I was trying. Oh to, yeah, 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 You know, make a joke as if he was a weird, creepy kid that was doing awfully terrible things when he was like nine. Oh great! <laughs> but it wasn't. It's Can just, Harvey
2: go to jail? Is Harvey going to go to jail? No, n- probably not. He's I'm too sure powerful.
0: Yeah, he's too rich.
1: I don't know what happened to Greg Mosian per se, but uh, I thought I could've sworn I could have sworn that he at one point was doing rap.
0: Anytime I meet a kid named Greg, always seems like an adult that just hasn't gotten there yet. Oh
2: yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, there was a Greg I went to school, I don't remember his last name.
0: Didn't it feel weird when you talked to him?
2: Yeah, he always feel like an adult. I felt <sighs> weird talking to anybody <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's just like Greg is just like not a kid's name. It's just a name doesn't fit a kid.
2: Same with George.
0: Yes. But you can be Georgie when you're a kid or something like that.
2: Oh, I never Greggy. Met a, never met a George Gregory? What Donnie?
1: Gregory could be a kid, though. Gregory could be a kid, but not Greg. But not Greg. Is that like Donnie. Bill versus William? Yeah, there's no kid named Bill.
2: Uh I guess you're right. I don't know. I never met a kid named Bill. I met mean, a kid, you
1: met a kid named Bob? Yeah. Bob Connors. Well, technically speaking, he, did went he start by, going by Bob. Bobby. 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 He went by Bobby.
0: Different dude. Bobby's then, Bobby's World. Great show. Right? Kid. But, but now right. I know an
2: adult that's named Bobby. People call him Bobby, and he's an adult. He's a Bobby baby. Moynihan.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, Bob, uh, but Bob was, I think, Bobby up until like maybe high school or so. Whatever. Did he transition? Bob, yeah.
0: I mean, it makes sense. I when I was coming of age, I transitioned to gym to try to feel like more of an adult. No, and then I didn't like it. Yeah.
2: What about Ron? Ron. Ron. Ronald versus Ronald. Yeah, but Ronald or Ron. But like as a kid named Ron.
1: Multisyllabic versus one syllable. You're saying that it sounds more youthful to have more than one syllable. But not not in every instance. Like Zach seems like a kid's name. But not Zachary? Zachary also seems like a
2: kid's name. But Margaret.
1: Versus Maggie or any other iteration. Of Margaret. Right, Madge. Elizabeth
0: similarly. Doesn't
1: Lizzie. Seem. Dude, there's like so many ways to break down Elizabeth, though. You've got Libby, Liz, Beth. Yeah, you're right. It, it just goes it, on it, and on. It goes on. You can't do anything with a lawn. You can't do shit. You, just you could say, be E3. You could be <laughs> <laughs> e it back. Kid, Old. E-double-N? You're going to name Old. E-L-A-double-N. No, you should name
0: his kid his name Old, but name, but spell it A-U-L-D.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Screw it, people <laughs>
2: How do you pronounce that? Old short for what? Olden? Just old No, no shorts
1: Like Holden?
2: No, just old Holden Caulfield? <laughs> yeah Just old Old
0: See, I feel like If I name my kid something I want to name him something Or her Something that My accent doesn't come out When I say it Okay Because they just said Caulfield
2: <laughs> <laughs> What about Pete?
1: Pete Petey Pete versus Peter. I don't like it. <laughs> Let's get to the clip for a minute. The clip okay. that, we, that we were listening to, this guy, Greg, on my bus, who also went to Hebrew school with me, actually, but he rode my bus, and he never made any appearances on The dance Zone because I think he was likely too oblivious to why I would ever take a tape recorder onto a, a school bus. It just seems so silly and infantile and a waste of time and antisocial, right? So yeah. his whole thing was... As he said, what, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? A very classic trope as, no matter what, wherever I go in the travels, you're bringing a tape recorder with you on your person where, when you're going to school, and kids are going to look at you like you're an alien. I mean, he had
0: a very adult perspective about it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he, honestly, That's even fair. when he was talking, the way he was approaching it, he was. He was being sort of um, analytical as to, yeah, w- w- at what point in the future... Are you going to use these? Because he knew as a child, you didn't have a sh- you didn't have a platform, no, to share it. Yeah. Let alone when when you were a kid, uh, it wasn't so easy to share things like that. You know, it wasn't the internet wasn't what it is now. AOL, yeah. AOL I mean, was it was, was forethought, absolutely.
1: AOL was not something I would have ever imagined. Like I, I'm trying to think of the first times that I was trying to listen to my favorite radio station playlist on aol or maybe like netscape mm. or internet explorer oh, yeah netscape geez like bringing it back to those days when you wanted to see about what but even before podcasts per se look trying to find your terrestrial radio stations and like see if they had like a feed and then you'd have to download real player in order to play the feed and it would be such a bad connection like if for example K Rock, perfect example i didn't get K Rock in woodstock So, if I wanted to listen to it online and not have to be in the city every time I listen to it, I could theoretically listen to it. The feed would be so bad anyway. So, the whole idea of having a radio show or, like, being able to be heard by more than just the people who are there terrestrially able to listen to you, that that technology didn't really advance until, like, the late 90s um, when you guys were coming up around the age that I'm in this particular clip. uh, You know, I'm like, what, like, 11 in this clip. And I... Specifically, dodged saying that it was not really a radio show, but it was because that's the kind of what I was creating was no different in what I was trying to have people consume than what I'm but people would be likely looking for when they're online, looking for uh, strangers on, you know, broadcasting something, right? I mean, again,
0: like to have a platform for it, if it was going to be anything, and it's not going to be a TV show, and it's going to be a movie, and it's going to be a book. What is going to be? Yeah, you know, if it's it could not going to be-, be a book, yeah, that yeah. could
2: turn into a TV show, which eventually becomes a movie, and then you can do a Hollywood true story based on the behind the scenes. Yes. of the
0: movie. Yeah, All right. So then, real question for you: What in the biopic, which I assume is going to be a lot, El- El- it's going to be Alon's biopic. Okay. If, okay. if it's going to be about Lost and Rewound in general, okay, who's going to play Alon?
2: Oh. Well, let's let's let's
0: let's use modern day actors, you know, let's not not try to
1: forecast. Yeah, he's he's not there yet or or we don't know who he is yet. yet. We don't know who he is yet
2: because it's a little bit in the future or by that. At that point, we actually have the science where Alon can go back in time for a couple hours each day to play himself and then be there. Then we just record the actual biopic the other days so that he can talk about.
0: I'm going to be played by Andrew Garfield. think. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> He's just brown enough,
1: yeah? You know? <laughs> He's just. <laughs> well, we could prove that he could do a Queens accent, I'm sure he has to change it up a little bit for the Brooklyn accent. He better. better
0: he better go back to school and learn a whole new accent. I
1: don't want it all in on Queens
0: voice voiceover, you know? makes a lot of sense to me because it's puberty. The
2: school, middle school.
0: Well, that's the deal. It's only a couple of years. You know, just this, those few because they're like the hardest. They're like the rawest, and that's like where you become who you're going to be. Like if you look at someone when they enter sixth grade and you look at them in eighth grade, they look like completely different people. Mm-hmm. It's sure.
1: crazy. Well, let's listen to this clip here from the lunchroom or the lunchroom, the lun- the cafeteria. It's like I, I can't remember I believe A, I'm auditorium. Yeah exactly I, I'm Like auditorium Cafeteria These are terms that I have not Had to use in forever Cafeteria Lunch room The lunch room Cafeteria The cafeteria The calf, baby Let's hear it Who
4: oh, so. will believe this <laughs> You know them troublesome as they are. You'll believe what they did. You see, there's this stoplight. The Woodstock that that Student Council thought of. It's this thing that I help the noise level in the cafeteria go down. When a red, so when it's green, it's okay. When it's yellow, you better be careful. Red, you're in trouble. Three times, no, you have to be quiet. That's right. But. That was in fifth grade, and in this this year, it got put up for the lat- for the first time. And you won't believe it. This is weird. You see, they set it off seven times to to like disturb Dr. Rip. Oh boy, they are getting such deep. This has been our a- Bye for now.
0: Did you believe yourself at the end of that? I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're going to be in a bunch of,
4: oh!
0: <laughs> Somebody
2: broke their arm.
0: Yeah, somebody's like,
2: my Somebody's arm. arm came off. Ow, my arm! During I heard the that. Zone I did hear episode.
0: that in the background.
2: Oh my arm! Was... Wait, what? I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? Really? Nah. She was also disemboweled.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> what
2: we, did we, she we, we, you we, say? We both heard it. Ow, my arm! Ow! Yeah.
1: The, that, there could have been some just some horseplay, probably.
2: No, I think some I think play. somebody lost their lives
1: and then,
0: on
2: that and then, episode and of
3: The so,
1: Very, very softly, I heard.
2: Alon, stop! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're really trying to fuck up your career, Alon.
0: When he was an eight years old, he had a tape recorder where he recorded people in
2: precarious situation. exactly situations
1: they wouldn't want remembered. There is documentation of some kind of child assault going on. My arm. When I
0: was oh my a kid, I, when I was a kid, I used to grab
1: arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was your arm ever grabbed and then you punched them in the face? Um,
0: I definitely punched some people in the face. I you did? Know, I don't know about
1: arm grabbing. All right. So-
0: I grabbed a policeman's arm once. Whoa, and he almost dude. arrested me.
1: Yeah. He almost arrested you? How old were you? I
0: wanted to ask him the time. And he was walking away. And I went, oh, excuse me, officer. And I put my hand on his arm. And what? he goes, who do you think I am, a person?
2: No, he didn't say that.
0: He basically said something to the effect of, "I'm not people. I'm cop. I'm a cop. That's what he's saying."
2: Ugh, but
1: how Here. old were you? That's
2: important.
0: This was like last year. This <laughs> was recent. It was recently.
2: <laughs> this was this morning. It was like
0: it was like a year or two ago. Yeah, it was a year or two ago. Um, oh. I had a beard. I looked shady. I don't know. <laughs> he was he's like he, he like got really like <laughs> and like grabbed me. What did your parents say? I didn't we tell them, told them that. Them. I didn't tell You've them that.
1: You never much. told them that. Well, because every time I
0: tell my parents a story, Jimmy's mother's of being gonna listen to this, and
1: she'd be like, "Oh my god!"
0: They get what? They, they freak out. My mother had started a whole charity drive in an
1: altercation out had with the police, which I haven't talked about. Cause, really? Yeah.
0: Because I almost got blown away, and she was like, "We need to put it end to stop and frisk." And she was out like on street corners. And wow. Yeah. And when I almost got blown I almost away, got
2: blown away. What do you mean?
0: I mean that I had three guns in my face at four in the morning coming back from Union Hall, karaoke. What? Because I was walking home while brown. It was like, I think it was more the fact that I was like, it was late at night, and the way I was dressed was the way criminals
2: dress.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when they stopped me and put the guns in my face, and then they looked at my face, they looked nervous.
2: Did they say anything before they stopped? Like, what did they say when they stopped you?
0: They said, don't move. (laughs) Or we'll shoot.
2: Did you see them? Did they just pull up in a car? They
0: They pulled up in a car super fast, yeah. They like, just like, and they pulled up onto the sidewalk. And then three dudes busted out in plain clothes. In plain clothes?
2: Oh, so they were undercover cops.
0: They were undercover police, yeah.
2: So recently there was this accident that happened right near my job. It was like I was working like a Saturday, so it was like in like 14 hours. It was like mid-shift. And the undercover cops were chasing a guy that had just stabbed somebody. <laughs> he was in the car. The guy blew a red light. So then the cops blew a red light. They actually pummeled into pedestrians. The car that they were chasing got pegged by two other cars because he was going through a red light. So they just smashed in him, so the car got stuck. So then these undercover cops were opening pedestrians' doors with a gun without holding the badges up saying get out of the car to so try people to, to, to try and get them out of the situation, it, yeah. which is you know, were they, but they, like, they were
0: commandeering their cars. What they're trying no, to they do, were
2: trying, no, they were just trying to get them out of the situation because they had guns and the guy had a gun, yeah, yeah, oh, the streets. But they were trying to get these, these, witness this. It was, I mean, half a block down, but I was serving pizza. That's crazy. It was undercover cops holding guns trying to get pedestrians out of their cars. The pedestrians had no ideas that they were cops, that's, you know, to begin with. That's
1: horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't think it's really That's a howling experience. Like a test 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 to be well, ahead.
0: I will say, similarly, yeah. they didn't tell me they were police until a minute
2: in. Like, aren't they supposed to like open with that? Like yes. I'm a cop?
0: Yes. This is the first thing they're supposed to say.
2: So you could technically sue. When did this happen?
0: Union Hall karaoke, right. so five years ago, four years ago.
1: Well, I, I want to tack <clears throat> onto that, and I wanted to ask for real: how long ago did that uh, incident with uh the holding the police officer's arm happen? That one was
0: was really was pretty recently. It was that was it, again but, like a year or two ago. Yeah.
1: So that happened after your incident with this. Yes, that's this was a, after that's that. very significant because you would think that after an incident like that, plain clothes or not, having that experience gives you the insight to just stay the fuck away from them. But you did not.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, you know what's interesting is as I was going to ask him for the time, I remember thinking in my head, this is probably not a good idea. Right. Like this is like, there's a lot of people on the street
2: you Foreshadowing. Can Yeah.
1: I was in the Oculus recently, and I did not know where I was. And I just also was very impressed with all of the new designs. I love and the Oculus, man. I think it's great. I, all I did was simply find a, a, a soldier who was standing there. And he had the big, you know, artillery rifle. And I just, honestly, I just wanted to ask him, like, wow, how long has this all been here for? He was like, I don't know. And he just, like, continued. Like, he was like, he was like a cut, like, you know, six weeks or something. He was just, like, very sort of, I'm doing my job here, dude. Yeah. Like, I Get away from me. You know what's interesting? I had a situation. So I, just to them.
0: I had a situation similar to that where I, and again, I, I was being a chatty Kathy, but, like, I don't know that I was wrong for doing it. Like, and again, He just could have just said, oh, I have to like watch, I'm a guard and I can't like talk about stuff. But I saw one of the soldiers at Penn Station once and I went up to him and I said, because they're wearing their uniform, but it's like camouflage, but it's Mm -hmm. desert camouflage because we're fighting in the Middle East, right? Mm -hmm. And I went and I was just like, okay, I get that you like our soldier and you know, this is where we're fighting in a war, but you're stationed here in New York. So like, why are you wearing desert camouflage? Because like, I can see you really well. Like it's not, you're not blending in at all. (laughs) And I was like, is it so that I can see you very well and that people know there's a military presence? So was like you, you stick out like a sore thumb because you're dressed like the desert and we're in the city. I said, or is it, is it just, and I said, because there's a type of camouflage called splitter. And splitter camo is what you use when you're in a city. And it's like gray and, and light tones of gray and stuff it looks like buildings. And I was like, because that would just make a lot more sense if you are trying to like blend in. And he was just like, stop talking to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> getting back to the clip uh, talking about you know order and um, you know keeping the peace etc that was definitely on display in at least the account of this cafetorium as I called it <laughs> was a uh, situation in which in order to keep noise level down they had a stoplight of which if you went red then everybody was in big trouble and like you had to be quiet for a certain period of time what? Really? That, that's, that was how it happened. In order to suppress noise, they implemented this to make sure that everybody knew when they were being too loud. Because you couldn't be too loud when you were eating lunch, evidently. Like, that was not acceptable. <laughs> when you were on re- in recess, it was one thing. When you're outside, be as loud as you want, I guess, right? So they put this
0: light on for you to simmer down now.
1: Simmer down now, stop light. Wow.
2: Yeah. I guess there's a lot, like, think of it, a lot of kids in one room must be like super shrill yeah
0: i mean depending upon they they got tiles on the walls too could be even louder sure those kind of cafeterias i I feel like don't have a great acoustics i feel like they're loud i mean they had events there yeah if it was the cafetorium right when you had a regular i don't know if you ever had like a just a normal auditorium in school like where it wasn't also serving
1: delicious meals no 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 (laughs) this, this was all there was this tiny little school
0: i mean my auditorium was pretty small when I went to school, and they actually like put classrooms into the back of it, but you could have, I mean, I did the school plays, and plenty of events and stuff that were in there, and people could be like screaming in that thing, and you walk right out of, the, and you can't hear it outside. It wasn't like, uh, auditoriums, they swallowed the noise.
1: Any favorite uh, lunch meals uh, of the week?
0: Yeah, I used to like um, the crappy pizza. I,
1: yeah, that made uh, doesn't surprise me.
0: I used to eat that crappy pizza. That and was
1: I, every Friday for me, I couldn't stand that I shit. didn't
0: like the long one, what do you call it? The, the one that was like on a baguette. Oh. I like the round one with the pepperonis. I, would eat.
2: I had there was they had, and they sold chocolate chip cookies. It was like one for <sighs> like something or like three for three dollars. I don't forget. And those were amazing. But I used to be able to leave for lunch. So I'd leave with my friends and I'd get sugar free, fat free froyo. Wait a <laughs> second. In, in in
1: middle
0: school <laughs> in Manhattan, I was allowed to go out for
2: lunch
1: too. I, I.
0: Or That's we'd fair. go to get
2: subs at oh my god, what was the deli? Oh god, it was the best. I miss it. I miss a good Italian hoagie.
0: And yeah, when I was in middle school, I was in the Lower East Side. So there was just like, yeah, I just got mad
1: good pizza and all kinds of great places. What was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you guys during lunch period?
2: I got my period. During lunch? Yeah. During lunch, seventh grade though. And it went into the, very much like Big Mouth. And it went to just the inner, my inner thigh jeans. All right. Oof. But you couldn't see it when I could walk. So I went to my nurse and I was like, hey, um got my period and she made me walk up and down the hallway and she said you can't see it and i was like call my wow mom that's crazy wow. you
0: can't see it that's jeez <laughs>
2: you're gonna make me sit in my in my own blood for the rest of school that's insane. i am 13 that's
0: insane. That's um bitch i don't think i had any embarrassing cafeteria moments but i had embarrassing school moments and stuff like
1: that one of the most embarrassing moments for me uh, before I left the public school sector was snorting chocolate milk up my nose, uh, through my nose, I think. Like well, out of your nose? Yeah. Kind of laughing too hard. Oh, because yeah. I remember that. When you would laugh so hard, your milk would come in your nose. That definitely happened to me. But with chocolate milk. And it was a point that every kid would make, <laughs> uh, especially in one I remember uh, from danziger's own clip of your where like they were trying to say it and i was like saying no don't say it like they were trying to say it on the recorder and i was doing everything in my power to make sure that it wasn't said did you
0: ever have soda come out your nose like that i don't think so it
2: burns homie
0: it, I'm sure it does, for sure <laughs> it was rough Rough situation. But you notice how, like, when you are now no longer a child, like you learn to separate laughter from drinking a beverage. <laughs> like, I've never had I've had stuff come out of my nose like since I was a little kid, but that definitely happened a couple of
2: times. Oh, it still happens. I've spent I've definitely still have. I've that. Uh uh-huh. huh. Has, has have actual. <laughs> that is not surprising to me at no, all. I know. Like, yeah,
3: stuff comes out of my nose. All <laughs>
2: time. So,
1: so, like, we've actually had a spit take happen. Like, a, Yeah,
2: I mean, I just spit up my food. Yes, the other day <laughs> so I laughed so hard that a noodle came out. <laughs> I was like, Can you
0: do a spit take like a real one? I don't uh, know, me, probably. When I was in when I was in high school, we
2: we we taught ourselves,
0: or either yeah, high school, we taught ourselves to do it, and we didn't teach ourselves to do it because of um, goofy comedies. We did it because of wrestling. So maybe I was younger, uh, yeah, because all the guys would go <gasps> and like spray. It. You know, they did like that spritz when they'd walk out oh, on God. stage I and have stuff. was spent middle school then.
2: Yeah. I've done that on to like strangers accidentally because so I've laughed so hard and it's not good
0: see I'm not a like stuff is coming out of my face laughing guy <laughs> but I am a fall out of my seat laughing
2: guy oh there you go yeah
0: I definitely cannot sit in a, in, a, in a single spot laughing like for me when I was in school growing up I was the kind of kid that wouldn't sit in the desk correctly like I would sit Neither would splayed I. out like my leg would be over the side of the thing wow. I leaned my- are
1: you a man spreader? Oh, yeah. I, like I leaned my seat back all the time I, uh, when I was in class.
0: Yeah, the same way. But when I manspread, what I do is I manspread serious. But the moment I, the door opens and I look, I'll, I'll just make eye contact with the person and then look at the seat and look at them and look at my manspreadness and then, like, close my legs and show them that they close, too. Like, it's not. It's, you can sit here. Like, I just need to be comfortable because of the situation happening. <laughs> like, oh, I just need. God. There's heat. <laughs> And moisture.
3: Okay, and all right, the all, right the all right. More all right. I spread. We're
1: we're like- back. No, no, we're gonna take a quick break and try and uh, recover from that visual. <laughs> and when we come back, we have more of my own crazy clips. This is Lost and Rewound Radio, Free Brooklyn. I would record the television, as has been (laughs) evidenced before on this show. I was want for flipping the channels every now and again to see what was on and maybe record what funny things were being said at the time. I'm guessing it was probably 1994. Mm. So let's hear what 1994 television was like.
0: Go back to the woo days. Woo.
4: Dang. See what's on TV. I that our men and women in uniform... It's Bill. It's the president. The kind of deserve. Among the points in the president's plan to show... Yeah. ...keeping with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By a- Let's see how Cuomo feels. I think I am, Pataki was off for a round of meetings with Republican legislators and budget experts. In the marble hallway, outside Cuomo's office Hang the portraits of past governors, Harry, Rockefeller, Franklin Roosevelt. Soon, Mario Cuomo's portrait will join them. Yes! Governor-elect cut taxes the election, and their discussion might mean bad news for New Yorkers. State layoffs. The two talked today at the Capitol in Albany, and among other issues, they talked about the state's $4 billion budget gap and what might have to be done. Kentucky admits layoffs are a possibility, and Cuomo says he's it's a few weeks. Oh, boxing.
2: <laughs>
4: boxing. Well, my dad was a boxer. Well, he wasn't very good. You know, he fought under the name Kid. Hit me, and I'll fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. on that note, it's time to check in with Jesse in traffic. Jess, <laughs> it's rush hour. You're stuck. Oh. Don't even mention the word crush. So back.
0: What was the last TV show
1: you put on? There? Oh, you're not going to be very happy. Is it SNL? Dude, you laughed so heartily at a clip from Full House. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Full
0: House. I used to love Full House. Yeah. Oh, that was my show. Dude, Bob Saget, I don't know how he... Oh, he's, he's Did you great. ever watch
2: a documentary on how he got that gig?
1: I haven't, but
0: it's, he's just the dirtiest uh, comic in the world. Yeah,
2: he's brilliant.
1: Well, well, first of all, Jimmy, what were you going to say about Bob Saget?
0: Oh, I was just going to say that the fact that he's so dad-like, like he was the, the quintessential
1: dad and in that generation. Was that emulated at all in this documentary? When did this come out?
2: Oh, this came out. It was a Lifetime documentary. It was terrible. I tried watching it. It was really bad. My old roommate and I, Derek, he actually watched the whole thing. I came home and he's like, he was really stoned. But basically, Bob Saget came in to pitch another show and the network was like, no. And then all of a sudden he was like, how about a show about a single dad? Dad Great, let's do it. Yeah, we'll yeah pick so it up right literally. now! Perfect. And then like they just twins! like pitched like a couple more things and then the- it
0: was a really good idea for a show.
2: And the twin girls actually, the Olsen twins, their mom was with the twins and came to actually pick up another girl that was actually auditioning for that part, like to meet the mom. And then like one of the casting directors came out and saw the Olsen twins and said, Oh, are they here to audition? And the mom said no. And they said, Well, we'll have them audition anyway, and then they got the part. Well, A couple of really weird things about Full House. And they got the spinoff now. It's
0: like, oh boy.
1: It's no surprise that you're hearing me sift through one political channel to the next. And then I find myself on Full House. I'm like, ah, now we're talking. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know you were excited. Even in the clip, you're happy about it. One thing I think is really interesting is that in the clip, you hear about Mario Cuomo.
2: Mm-hmm. It is awesome.
0: And all of like the terrible things he could possibly do to our city. And then I'm like, oh... Well, your son is doing a lot of terrible things to the yeah. state.
2: <laughs> well,
0: did you hear this one? he just goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what, I know. It's just like, because I remember back in the day that people didn't really dislike Cuomo like that. Like he was like kind of, and people were sort of ambivalent about it. Uh, yeah, him, I you? really
1: didn't have a metro memory. My political memory started at Pataki, actually.
0: Cuomo was the mayor when I was a kid. And I remember that my dad talked about him.
1: and Cu- I remember but, that Cuomo was never the mayor of New York City. He was the governor of New York State. No, Pataki was the governor, wasn't he? At and then that point? And, and he followed by Pataki.
0: Oh, so in that clip, mm-hmm. they're talking about Mario Cuomo this was, handing the reins over to Pataki? Yeah, this
1: was likely, That's like, was? I'm, I'm guessing, I don't remember which tape I got this off of, but if my memory serves me from what it sounds like, it sounds like Pataki got elected, so this is somewhere between November and January, probably like December of 1994.
0: Maybe it was, when was maybe, was Ed Koch? Mayor when I was a
1: kid then Mayor Ed Koch might have is, been Koch. is yeah. definitely a thing from and then they the named a the bridge after him now too oh. yeah but l- let's talk about that man for one second when we talk about our bridges do we say oh I'm gonna go into the Carry Tunnel oh I'm gonna go onto the Koch Bridge oh oh just go on the RFK to get to the I was just PQA. thinking that the R- think R- when they named it the RFK <laughs> I was like no I actually do use that but I'm much happier saying the Triborough I always was I always say
2: Triborough oh yeah I always say Triborough okay. never say
0: never,
1: never say the RFK if they change the George Washington Bridge. Elon's
2: going to lose it. No,
1: I mean, they won't name They they
0: can't. It's George Washington. They just legitimately will not change that.
1: Hamilton. Yo.
0: (laughs) Hamilton?
1: But, like, what? They they changed the. Like, they could change the Williamsburg Bridge. I think they had a petition to change the name to somebody's name. I don't know who exactly.
0: They could change the name of the Manhattan Bridge. Who would care?
2: I like the Manhattan Bridge name. Why? I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's just. I mean, the Brooklyn Bridge is the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, it is one of if not the most famous bridges in the world and the manhattan bridge is just that bridge over there
1: it is not just that bridge <laughs> over there it is the bridge that connects okay well i mean it's a part it's a part of the landscape obviously it's
0: there you can, the it's bridges- right over there you can see part of the
2: landscape i think the problem with the renaming a bridge is then the bridges do they know who they still are right you know like bridges how have- the manhattan bridge will lose all of its identity
1: i just don't know why people <laughs> i mean you can name whatever bridge you want you could change change the name like i think the tap bridge is the the newest one in this scandal. Uh, <laughs> the scandal there's a I, scandal i I don't remember exactly ah, i don't bridge. remember i don't remember the name of who they're hoping to name the tap see after but all i know is that there's a lot of folks who are really angry that you would god forbid i think they're actually going to try to call it the mario cuomo bridge actually now mm. think about it wow and Andrew Cuomo was like, no, no way uh, are we not changing it to Mario Cuomo. That's my father. We got his legacy. Of course, honor he's going to say that. And then like, people were like, no, we got to keep it the Tappan i
0: I always loved, for some reason, I always loved the name Tappensee Bridge, but I feel like that's the kind of thing that like, a German guy would say when he's trying to gloat about his sexual conquests.
2: I was Tappan girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was someone maybe trying to get some I was Tappan tap the bridge. I was tap, All night long. I was Tappan Zee. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. That was just that yeah, was sorry. that was bad. I really had to think about it a lot. I was like, how am I gonna make yeah. this jacket this joke work? Yeah.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you grew up in New Jersey Allison, so none of that really was relevant to you since Oh you
2: yeah, Because did... my dad well, my dad works in Staten Island and we'd always go into New York. So
1: But did your dad uh, your dad was a dentist, right? Yeah, he is a dentist. But his practice was always in Staten Island?
2: Mm-hmm. It's always been in Staten Island.
1: So I have a question then.
0: If you were out in Staten, have you seen the dump?
2: Who's? not like staten island the borough i'm talking which, about the, dump. Dump? Yes, right. I've the, the dump.
0: dump i've never seen it is it cool? really it's the biggest trash pile
2: in the world it is um is it cool yeah i mean yeah it was neat it was neat
0: when you saw it it was like Aah! like trash necropolis or something i don't know
2: i think i just kind of stared at it for a while I, I gotta
0: go out and like make a trash pilgrimage one of these days go a see tra- it
1: trash pilgrimage
0: well you can see it from space it's over forty stories tall. Oof,
2: it's crazy. Yeah,
0: I want to see this pile of trash. New no. oh, trash.
2: We maybe i go. Maybe we should all go.
0: We should make a little trip to the trash pile. We should take a picture in front of it, and it should be the official <laughs> banner
2: for Lost and Rebound.
0: us in front of the. Well, we around.
1: actually, for full disclosure, we uh, if if it isn't already up on our site, it really should be. The change to our uh, profile picture has to be the three of us um, with you know some kind of funny uh, little. You know, whatever it is. It's going to be honestly, a picture of the three of us. Honestly, a, oh, picture of us in,
0: a picture of us in front of that pile of trash wouldn't be so bad, because you know what's in that pile of trash, I bet. Audio. Oh, archives. yes. So that's like, I mean, people throw them in the trash, but we're, in essence, diving. Mm-hmm. Dumpster diving for them, you know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah. So, <sighs> this is actually I'm right. using
1: my brain. I'm using it. Or uh, the, the <laughs> <We're> losing
2: it. <laughs>
1: next clip mm-hmm. we have to listen to is uh, more uh, footage of ADD in, in audio form. It's just more um, of me being a total wackadoodle kid. But the context for this before I begin is that I was really big into Spike Jones and the City Slickers oh. during this time. We've talked about this before. Yes. Spike Jones was a band leader in the 40s who interpolated classical compositions from the Western world and used them with comedic effect, created like bells and whistles and horn honks and uh, sound effects and very... <laughs> Very, like, influential stuff to Dr. Demento and even Weird Al Yankovic. There is a song, really famous song, for those World War II buffs out there, called The Führer's Face that was released by Spike Jones, one of their biggest hits, and it was a song mocking Nazis uh, by saying just, like, how silly they were, and I think the hook was, uh, so we, hi-off, hmm, hi-off, hmm, right in The Führer's Face. <laughs>
0: Dude, any, like... Songs
1: making fun of Nazis are songs on my playlist, that,
0: and, 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 <laughs> and it was
1: used. Actually, I found I watched this cartoon. It was actually used throughout the entirety of the Donald Duck cartoon. That was, uh, I guess, he was a Nazi soldier, and then like he woke up from a dream, being like, "That was the worst dream ever." I'm a patriot. Long, you know, God bless the USA, in his Donald Duck voice. Well, I
0: don't remember that. I do remember the one with Hitler in the plane and then the little devil guy sabotaging the plane. And then there was another one where I want to say Bugs Bunny
1: in, with Hitler, too.
0: and mm. Bugs Bunny pulling
1: pranks. yeah that was Daffy Duck. That was, you're right. It was Daffy, Daffy, Daffy the Commando. Excellent, excellent, excellent cartoon. The Donald Duck one uh, was not good in comparison to that one, in my opinion. I just feel but, like, you
0: know, Disney was too close to the, to the Nazism, you know?
2: There was also that Disney cartoon about how to become a Nazi. Did you guys ever see that one? No.
1: Well, let's Look th- it up. All
0: right. Well, I well, mean, well, we all know about Mr. Walt and his mm. feelings on the matter.
1: Let's listen to this clip and then we'll have some more thoughts.
4: I think nothing's <speaking> that <in> She can <Spanish> get higher. And the a duper super I'm a dog, see that the thing, I'm a I'm a you I'll see me, i I'm a I a bit shit, shit, a a Oh, I'm a superman. Oh, this to recordings of drums.
2: Schnitzel bug. Schnitzel bug. I ain't go find to get a house off camera. <laughs> dude, that was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: I definitely had moments in my childhood like that too. And then I think to myself and I
1: think. Glad you didn't record it. Yeah, Well,
0: <laughs> it's, not, it's not that. It's just one of those things where when you grow up, I'm not going to say that I'm grown. I don't think I'm all grown up yet. But when you begin to grow, you don't realize how much you're going to change and how much you're going to look back on your past with utter disdain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like you see old versions of you and you're like yo you're the shittiest I hate you <laughs> <laughs> you know that's, what, that's what's great about this program <laughs> <laughs> So whenever our guests if like, well, share that, they're like, yeah, you know, me, me right now is not so bad, but me back then, the worst. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I, mean, I waited a while to play this one just because I didn't think it was ever going to be required that I would have to play me in my most ADD of all forms. That was like me in Super Saiyan ADD form. Exactly, dude. The first part is me not even singing the whole song. I was just tacking on to one part of the song. I think it's sort of making fun of the whole idea that Nazis think that they're Superman. Yeah, say like Superman, super, 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 Superman. That's <laughs> that, that's the line of the song. So I was just like, was doing that over and over again. And then the best part is that Sarah, my sister, just is totally annoyed by what I'm doing because I'm, we must be in the car. And so I stop it, and then I record it and keep going. And then somehow I just thought it was a good idea to just try doing like a whole band playing, pretending to do drums. And now the drums.
2: Oh no! What's she
1: do that? Like you heard, like I'm like trying to like play, play a band with my mouth, and it's wonderful. And it's wonderful.
2: It's, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> and it's wonderful. And That's it's for
1: everyone. And, 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 and she was—you could hear her. She was like, "We get the point." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, and definitely reminded me of um, the producers.
1: Uh huh. You know? Yeah.
0: Springtime. Oh my God.
1: Winter for Poland and France. Blast from the past for those who remember their TV commercials. Like that Brendan Fraser movie? I suppose.
4: I'm gonna sing you a song with my pants down! Oh, I'm I'm gonna stop you for the day. No, not that song. No. no, how about I just sing it? Because you're not gonna know if I have my pants down or not. Like, on the way to Really south, Really went kaboom, and you never know to when you blow. Widdy really go boom. So if you're going to Really south, you better get there soon, because you never know when you blow. Widdy really go boom. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> On the way to Willy's house, Willy went kaboom. You never know just when I will blow. Willy go boom. It's Willy go boom. The game where you spin the spinner and pump Willy up. Make Willy go boom three times and you win. So if you're going to Willy's house, you better get the soon. Cause you never know when Willy will blow. Willy go boom. Cause you'll never know just when I will blow. Willy go boom. (laughs)
1: While we were listening to that clip, we wanted to also get some context. So on our own, we looked at the commercial for uh, what it may be worth was from 1994. So that all checks off. And it's a game for children that required you to pump a toy. Three
2: times for really to go boom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a commercial that should be on Big Mouth.
1: Yeah. Keep pumping.
0: Keep pumping. And maybe Willie will go boom. I just, I don't know. It's but, but, uh,
1: but, but the question is, will you have your pants down?
2: I mean, you don't know, do you, really?
1: That's a game you can only play with your pants down.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's also not true. It depends Did, on what age you are.
0: Again, I just think that there was this time in our childhood where so much stuff snuck under the radar. Oh, my God. And, An
2: unbelievable amount.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I actually talk. I have a set where I talk about another board game from our childhood. That was totally messed up because it had all these connotations. Not as much as that. That was pretty ridiculous. But this one is like totally a weird, different connotation. You ever play the game Don't Wake
1: Daddy? Oh, oh yeah. I know about that one, yeah. Think about it. Don't Wake Daddy.
0: Premise of the game, for those of you who don't know, you sneak through your father's bedroom. He's in the middle on the game board, asleep in his bed. You sneak across the game board to get to his nightstand and steal money, right? Like, that's the concept of the game. You steal money off your dad's nightstand while he's sleeping. You don't want to place the pieces too much or he'll wake up. And if he wakes up, game over, right? Don't wake daddy. That's not game over. Games, all games.
1: But, how, but here's my question. How do you, you wake him up? Like, wait, wait. I think
0: you, you put the piece down too hard. Oh. It shakes the board, so, and he pops up.
1: So it's kind of like an operation. Sort of. A,
0: and he, yeah. he looked just like the operation guy, too. Yeah, he did. The dad looked just like the operation guy. So what,
1: what, 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 but what the, I'm saying is the, the connotation
0: sequel. is...
2: It daddy, was a sequel. Con- it was after Daddy came home from the hospital. <laughs> yes. Well,
0: I'm just saying that the connotation is that he wakes up, right, game over. What does he do when he wakes up? What do you think? Puts them
1: to bed, so they have to start over. No, Daddy beats the crap
0: out of you. <laughs> <laughs> daddy just beats you senseless across the whole game board. Oh my
1: god, wow. Dude,
0: like, it's the only game with a connotation. I can't think of another one that it's just inferring that you get beat by your dad. I don't know. They don't say what happens. You don't know what happens. All you know is dad wakes up, and it's something you don't want to happen.
1: I mean, there are probably other games where the consequences are just as dire, if not a more tumultuous, like risk. You know, your whole country burns to embers.
0: Yeah, they don't talk about all of like the raping and pillaging that happens in Risk. (laughs) I don't? I just don't I just feel like you're like, hey, I conquered a country. I don't go into the nitty-gritty.
1: My friend was telling me that Risk is banned in their house from here on in because it was too emotional. I believe it. I like
0: Risk. I like all the theme crappy board games like Star Wars Risk and you gotta conquer the galaxy or you know Hmm. Lord of the Rings Risk, you gotta conquer Middle Earth. Yo, bam. I just came up with a million dollar idea.
1: Million what? dollar idea. Game yeah. of Thrones risk. Game of Thrones risk. Dude,
0: that is legitimately.
1: You heard it here. Why are right.
0: giving it away? Why that are you is giving the
2: it away?
1: It's like the Simpsons monopoly. Is the Ill Game Ill of list. Thrones
0: risk. <laughs> it's so perfect, too, because that's like the premise of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Is the
1: takeover. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, don't forget if you have any clips of your own that you want to contribute to our program, Lost and Rewound at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org is where you go to. Um, we're online on all sorts of different platforms, uh, be it SoundCloud, iTunes, and our main site for our Radio Free Brooklyn Fair, you can find at Podomatic, com. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks
0: to our non-existent guest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice they were so silent for the entire time.
0: Yes. So sweet, beautiful, mm-hmm. but also sexual. <laughs>
1: we'll see you
2: next week.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening. Right here on Lost Rewound. Radio free.
1: me good. it occurs to me no that's not true dude is uh, that a is that a kennedy impression
2: it occurs to me no. that was pretty good <laughs> it occurs to me i can't do it but you got no, it, you no, no, it no.
1: it's a stock it's it's it's, it's no stock of an impression then <laughs> <laughs> ah, i'm doing it again joshua does a really good uh, john stewart impression even though he only said one phrase he's like i'm a comedian <laughs> Dude, that's the best when you, I'm when, a, I'm a comedian.
0: when you do an impression, but it's limited to literally like a single sentence. I have a couple that I do like that. People are like, keep it going. <laughs> Just like, ah, that's all I got. Ah. All right. So I'll do it right now.
1: Reggie. Like, that's all I got. I got do What do you got before we really begin? It really? I,
2: don't, I don't know if I have anything. Do you have
0: any impressions?
2: Come on. I, know I, should, I mean, no, you're putting me in the spot. Let me think about it.
1: Okay. Come if back to it. Come,
0: come up with some other cartoon dog and then we'll talk.
2: <laughs> That's not. I'm, I'm right.
1: Can, can you do droopy?
2: Like in dark. Can I what?
1: Droopy.
0: No,
2: no,
1: no droopy dog.
2: I money. It's <laughs> a Garfield. Yeah, it is.
3: <laughs>